Good Thanksgiving morning, Miss Evelyn. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving, Joe B. There's a lot for us to be thankful for on this beautiful Thursday. First of all, I wanted to thank you. You are the most important to me. You are the fluff in my pillow, the gleam in my eyes, <laughs> and the smile to my mischief. Aha. <laughs> You're full of baloney, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I'm your baloney. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay, we're going to uh, wish happy Thanksgiving to a lot of people in our life. And, you know, one of the big problems we have, you know, we were watching, what was The Queen? What's the show that we watch now? The Crown. The Crown. You know, and they were, they were talking about their favorite child and the queen, you know, and the and had their favorite child, you know. Uh, between us, we got six. And uh, so to eliminate the possibility that one of them or five of them might claim that somebody else is the favorite child, what I did is I put them all on a piece of paper here and folded it, and you're going to pick out each one of them, and we're going to give that person or those people a Thanksgiving wish. Okie dokie. Okay. You understand the rules now? Well, uh, not exactly. Okay, so our six children. Mm -hmm. And we have nine papers here, Mm -hmm. evidently. Uh, Did we adopt three that I didn't know about? Well, let's just look and see. You get to pick the one and open it, and we'll give a Thanksgiving wish to whoever you open. (laughs) Okie dokie. Okay. Who is your first pick? Mine says Joey and Chris, Stetson, Pam, Trenton, Aspen, and Destiny. Okay, and we wish them all a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we had an opportunity to meet uh, Destiny uh, whenever we were over at Kelly's uh, during the trip to the East Coast. Joey is telling me that Aspen's lost a bunch of weight. She looks like a movie star now. Oh, my goodness, I haven't seen that. I need to check that out. I don't know that she's um, been on Facebook or anything. I haven't uh, noticed that. But, of course, Trenton's up in uh, Utah Uh near Salt Lake City. Uh And Trenton is the all-involved guy up there. He's in sports. He's in basketball. And I think they've got all kinds of different sports and uh, of course he works for a branch of continental tire company i imagine it's pretty cold and pretty desolate now of course stetson's a trainer in uh, benton illinois some great kids stetson was my first born grandchild yes he was now i draw this and you talk about him we talk about them. oh okay Okay. I didn't know how this went. I didn't get the instructions this morning with my morning coffee. Oh, yes. My most sincere wish right now for our family and for especially this group of people, because they are out in the community a lot, is safety during the COVID mess that we're in. I think it's hard on people mentally after so long, no matter how hard uh, you try and how you can get out and, and try to make things natural and usual. I think it's very hard. So I just wish that everyone can keep a, a, a sane mind about them and and keep looking forward and know how much they are blessed. And if they have received that horrible notice that you're rated positive, that 
it is the mildest case that there is and that uh, they recover very quickly. So happy Thanksgiving to Joey, Chris, Stetson, Pam, Trenton, Aspen, and Destiny, the Joey Browning family. Yes. Okay, another pick. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay, this is, uh, looks like your siblings. Yes, it says... Ken died in 1999, Uh, Don and Nancy, Nancy died in 2000, Kirby and Carmen, Mary Lou and Jack, he died in 2009, Carolyn, Sue, Jim, Becky, and Brad. So that's all your brothers and sisters, dead and alive. Well, they know what I think about them. What do you think about them? Oh, my gosh. They're quite a group. (laughs) They're quite a group. I have some that I just really am crazy about, but Thanksgiving Day wouldn't be the day to pick out my favorites. That would be kind of a not too good. But they're all a crazy bunch. They're all very unique. They were all very kind in accepting me into their big family and always made me feel very welcome. So I wish them all a very safe and happy Thanksgiving. One of the things I'm thankful for whenever you pull out the siblings is the fact that we're all still very close. We have a very close personal relationship with each and every one of the siblings. Ken, as you mentioned, passed away uh, day after Christmas, but uh, the rest of us have been uh, have been very close and enjoy each other, and that is a special gift to treasure forever and ever. I love every one of them, each and every one of them, and their spouses, some of their spouses, most of their spouses. <laughs> there you go. Picking time. Okay, the next one is Chelsea, Randy, Ashley, Scott, TJ, and Ashley, and Traven, and uh, Jerichiah, and Katai, Casey, and Kylie. This was my group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my group. They are a very wonderful, loving group. Chelsea and Randy. I like Randy. He is a no-nonsense man. Uh, I think he's very funny to me. He and Chelsea make a beautiful couple. Of course, I could talk about Chelsea all day. She's a beautiful young woman inside and out. Very quiet, keeps her thought to herself. They have beautiful children. Randy has Olivia and Madison, who I have gotten to know. They're like Randy. They're they're quiet, but they're very funny and fun to be with. Chelsea had a, a stepson who wasn't treated like a stepson at all, uh, Ashley and Scott. Ashley was killed in a car accident in 2001. So he is very sadly missed by uh, Chelsea and also uh, their father, I know, misses him very much. That Tim Halbin. Scott is overseas, happily married, and they don't get to see him as often. Then there's TJ and uh, his little lady, Ashley, and they have three boys with the most intriguing names. I don't know where Ashley got them, um, but they put you to a test to remember um, what they are. And it's Trayvon, Jerichiah, and Katai. And they're very different little boys. I just talked to TJ uh, day before yesterday and was uh, 
trying to uh, get some help with what the boys would like for Christmas. And they are all very individuals and uh, don't get to see them as much as we'd like, uh, especially now during the pandemic. And then, of course, we have Casey. Casey's my granddaughter. Um, she was born in California. And um, I was the first one that got to hold Casey. And so we've always had a very close relationship. And Kylie, Kylie is a 13-year-old teenager. Can't believe she's that old. Beautiful young lady. Always been very quiet. And now she is emerging with this wonderful, crazy dry humor that I just really love and enjoy uh, being around her uh, a lot. And uh, I uh, got to see all three of those, TJ, Casey, and Kylie, uh, if not the moment they were born, uh, less than 10 or 15 hours after they were born. So... Very special, very wonderful family, very talented family. I love them very much, and I miss them. They were going to come out here for Thanksgiving. Due to all the craziness and everything, they decided not to. So everybody's kind of hibernating at home. Well, the one thing I appreciate about you and Chelsea and uh, the uh, kids and grandkids of uh, Chelsea is that you touch them with your beauty because... uh, Chelsea is just as beautiful as any movie star. And then she's got uh, daughters, Casey and Kai Kai, that uh, I tell you, Kai Kai, you were talking about couldn't believe she was, what, a teenager? But I can't believe she's not 22, the way she looks and acts. She's a big, tall, good-looking, confident young lady. And then T.J., my goodness, the kids he has, they qualify for a magazine ad every time you see them. And they're all very talented. TJ's a very talented musician. And Ashley, um, we didn't know this. I didn't know this, that uh, she has a beautiful voice. And so they, they've been doing some recording. And so that is, I'm glad to see that because TJ should use his talent as a musician. He's very talented. I always loved Randy. Uh, you know, I got to marry them over at uh, Catalina. I was the officiant. And I always loved Randy because he's such a great Cub fan. He just loves the Chicago Cubs and always has and uh, always will. I appreciate him. Okay, let's see what we got left. Let's go up here and pull this one out. And this is uh, John, April, Hudson, and Jacob. This is quite a foursome, I think. When I read their names, I kind of smile because I think all four of them are really hilarious. When I think of them, I see them in my mind, all of them smiling. And, of course, hearing John with that laugh that he gets when he gets tickled over something brilliant his kids do or something funny that April says, or anybody. They're very special, and I am so happy that they are all together. I think they are blessing each other's lives and enriching them beyond belief. It just thrills me that they're a happy family. The first time I met April, uh, I was driving up from San Diego to meet John at his apartment in uh, L.A. April was in the apartment at the table and John had taken the dog for a walk or had gone for a walk or gone to the store to get something so he could feed me. I walked in and there said April. 
And I came back and told you that I walked in and there sat one of my sisters. She was just like being one of my sisters. We would, we just sat down and started talking. It was like we had known each other forever and ever. And I saw in her the Midwestern quality that uh, you and I always cherished and relished. And uh, April was there for John, is there for him, and will always be. And, of course, my goodness, the kids, Hudson is a teenager already, and what is he, five, six, five years old? I cannot believe that because he is he is talking uh, teenage stuff. And, of course, Jacob, oh, what an entertainer, and what a little John is he. If there was ever a carbon copy of a human being, it's Jake and John. And the world could use a lot of Johns. <laughs> and I don't mean that as a public convenience. No. I mean that as someone who is crazy and funny and talented like that. Okay, time to pick another one. Okay, Kelly, Lori, Matt, and Mo. This is a bunch that's um, on the fringe of being just absolutely nuts. (laughs) They're always so much fun. Matt and Mo, one, I love their names. And you would think saying Matt and Mo that it would be two kids that were very close and these two guys are inseparable they are wonderful kids they're both quiet matthew's very quiet both of his grandpa roy's were very quiet but when he says something you want to listen because it's very interesting and very intelligent and and he has inherited so many things from uh his father and his grandfather he is Evidently, according to his employers, a great mechanical mind. He can fix anything and goes about it very quietly and and doing his job. Beautiful smile. Morgan, the cat lady, when she smiles, she lights up all over. She's very intelligent. She is her father's daughter. And then there's Lori, who puts up with all three of them, which is asking a lot of one woman. And she is a very great helper to Kelly. I have appreciated over the past few years how much uh, help and support that Lori has been to Kelly. I thank the good Lord for that, because when you're on a farm and you're working, you need someone close to you that you can confide in and rely on, and Lori certainly has been that for Kelly. Kelly, my son, as with all my birth children, they kind of shock me how smart they are. (laughs) Uh, Kelly is a computer whiz. He is very knowledgeable about his career and his agriculture, and he's very well thought of in that way. And uh, he's also a very quiet young man, but I value his intelligence. I uh, value his information and his input into anything that I might need to know from him. He's very quiet, but in a way, he's very loving. And uh, they are a great little, and they, they are our group. One of those families are, you know, they they can do with you or without you because they've got each other and, and they function very well like that. They are a clan. And they stay together. (laughs) And I am, like you, so impressed with Kelly's intelligence. And 
Not only is he intelligent, but he doesn't flaunt it. And of course, we got acquainted with Lori whenever we all went to Hawaii. Matt and Mo are so unique, yet, like we said, clannish. They stay together. But now Matthew has brought in Olivia into the mix, and uh, Matthew is dating Olivia, and that looks like it may prove to be serious. Uh, But Mo, whenever I was there, when we were there on our cross-country trip as a retired roaders, I was having difficulty setting up this podcast and setting up the email and uh, Facebook and all that, and within seconds, maybe minutes, Mo jumped in there and uh, redid the whole thing and reworked it and uh, smiled and said, there it is, Grandpa Joe. But uh, a loving bunch. Oh, yeah. Always fun to be around, too. Yeah, I enjoy that very much. Matt and Mo are just uh, very special to grandchildren. Okay, darling, it's picking time again. Okay, we're down to four. I'm getting afraid now. Let's see. We'll go over here. Oh, parents. Uh, my parents. Um, my dad, Roy Vaughn Payne. He passed away in 2012. And uh, my uh, mom, Betty, she passed away February of this year, 2020, because she was born in 1920, so she was 100 years old. Valentine's Day, wasn't it? Yes, Valentine's Day. Um, and right after we had been home to celebrate her birthday. A couple of days ago, I guess, and I was talking to Kim and Sam, who had stopped by after they they climbed the mountain almost every morning, and and uh, sometimes they go to bashes, and we, we meet them there for coffee and with our mask on, and uh, <clears throat> or they come here and sit in the backyard, social distancing, of course, Something was said about someone talking to their mother had passed. And uh, I remember Sam saying, well, you don't think of Mama that much, do you? I guess it was a shock to her when I said, yes, I do. I said, uh, every once in a while, it just pops into my mind uh, that I need to call her because something that has happened or something I've thought of, uh, I need to call her and tell her, and she pops into my mind a lot, so I really I miss her. I am thankful, especially today, uh, since we're doing blessings, that I had two of the greatest parents in the world. They might not have worked for everyone, but they certainly did work for me, and they were very supportive, very helpful. They taught me a lot of things that I still think of and use to this day. I attribute a lot of my contentment in the world with the lessons that they taught me. I had the best. Actually, they had the best. (laughs) Betty, on different occasions, stayed with us. I think the good Lord for you and for Betty. And I say enjoy paradise because that's where she is. I want to add that uh, I think of my dad a, a lot too, but it's in an entirely different way. And it's funny how um, I think Kelly and I really think about my dad, and I think it's due to the farming because I just saw Kelly post Instagram or Snapchat 
and he was uh, out on a quad saw sampling. He had the voice on so that I could hear the motor running and that machine making this noise going into the ground, taking samples up. And I thought to myself, how loud that is. So I texted him and I said, Kelly, do you wear earplugs or do you listen to music or something? I said, because that noise is right beside your arm. All day long, because, I mean, he goes from dawn till dusk sometimes, you know, without maybe just barely stopping for a quick sandwich. And I said, looks like that would give you a headache and drive you crazy. And as I said that, I thought to myself, he's probably not listening to anything. He's listening to the motor of the quad. And about the time he sent back, and he said, sometimes I have earphones on, but he said, honestly, I don't notice it very much. And he says, and as Papa would say, I'm listening to the motor. And he is so much that way, like my dad was. My dad could just tell it listening to something wrong. There was something a little off, and he would always catch something that was wrong with an engine or a piece of equipment of some kind at the farm uh, and would always catch it before it got to be something really bad. And so I think in that way, Kelly and I think of Papa together because I think Kelly and I are very much like my dad. Which is good and bad. <laughs> you mean whenever I kiss you, I'm kissing Roy Payne? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I do notice the chewing tobacco you yeah. have on, under your lip. Okay, it's picking time. Okay, we're down to two. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Now, this is a corker of a family, too, right here. Sam, Joey, Jack, Cormac, and Augie. I love it that when I run off the names of our kids that uh, they bring a smile to my face. That is a blessing for us and ourselves to know that they're all so funny, they're all so crazy, <laughs> and that uh, they're all so super. This family here is, like I said, crazy, happy, funny, smart, intelligent, so thoughtful is the word. Uh, Jack, Jack is 10. He's going on at least 25. He is a young man. He also tickles me. Uh, he's also very sensitive to everything. He just helped field dress his first deer with his dad, and that was exciting for him. Uh, he cooks like crazy. Cormac, Cormac is a character. You really don't want to believe a word he says. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he has the most ornery little smile. But you forgive him of anything when he smiles at you or, you know, or comes up and hugs your neck and I'll say, I love you, Cormac. And he'll say, I love you too, Nana. But he said, not really. <laughs> and uh, Augie. Augie is our special little guy. I have only one sad thing about Augie is that I am not younger, that I am not 20 years younger, so that I can see how Augie is going to grow up and what kind of 
teenager he's going to be or what kind of an adult he is going to be because he has some learning disabilities. But my gosh, he has a personality bigger than the whole family put together. He is loved by more people. He sees no stranger and he can, he can be hilarious. I Then I just thought of his phone ring when she calls us. It's a copy of something that he said one time, and it. when I hear it, I just want to bend over with laughter. Joji is a very, very fine young man. He has strong ideas. He has strong principles. I think he would die or kill for his family. He is smart. He's also kind of cute, but don't tell him I said that. I think he and Sam make a very good couple. I think Joey is the more serious side, the more thinking side. Sammy is the one who uh, I think is a little more gregarious. Also, she blows my mind away about how she can give you information Uh, She should have been a psychiatrist, a therapist of some sort, because things like that come very natural for her. Well, she is for us. (laughs) Yes, she's, uh, well, she's cheap. (laughs) You know, she doesn't charge us very much. She, you know, doesn't butter up anything. I mean, she just, you know, sticks you in the gut with a knife, twists it and leaves you and you go, okay. (laughs) They're a very great family. The one word that I think of whenever I think of Joji is logical. Mm-hmm. Joe G oh, uses logic in yes. every situation yes. uh, where most of us explode or cry or bust out with uh, guns wanting to kill somebody. Joey breaks every situation down, whether it's a good one, bad one, decent one, uh, and he takes it logically in parts. And I always stand amazed at how he does that and is just the right partner for Samantha. Samantha has inherited your beauty and your brains. She has the capability of remembering anything and everything and learning anything and everything. But I like to think that she inherited my business venture, the occupaneural spirit that I've always lived by that she is living by now as she creates and develops the Rebel Wedding Company, which is probably the most successful wedding company in Phoenix, who has weathered the pandemic. Of course, Jack is a teenager. His brain is just unbelievable. Cormac is an individual. There ain't no telling what he's going to do next or who he's going to be with or what he's going to say or what he wears. And then, of course, Augie is everybody's little buddy. And whenever I think of Augie, I think of what uh, Henry Winkler said on the Sunday morning show. No matter how difficult learning is for you, Augustus, it does not deduct how brilliant you truly are. The Glasscock family. Pickin' time. Pickin' time. Last but not least, Kimberly, her son Todd, and his wife, Christina. Kimberly also inherited the browning humor. Almost, she may be the funniest of all. Mm -hmm. I love how she sticks it to you. (laughs) She does that well, uh, along with uh, Sam. They can both kind of stick it to you, and you take it so well. Over the years, I've learned not to join in 
with her sticking it of you because you can't handle it from me or you can handle it, but I get the blunt of it. <laughs> and so I've learned to just sit back and uh, kind of giggle under my own breath. Kimberly is a little old mother. I don't know where she got that. Probably from her uh, grandma, Clara Krug. She is a no, no, no messiness, strictly business. She's very organized. And I don't think she shows it very much, but she has a very, very kind heart. She looks after uh, me and you like a little old lady. Uh, sometimes I want to say, Kimberly, I can do that. I can pick that up because I'm not used to having someone saying, don't do that. Don't pick that up, you know, because I've always done it around my side of the family. So it's expected of me even now at my age. But Kimberly's always saying, you know, or you want me to drive? And it always tickles me that sometimes I'll say I want to drive because I want to prove to her that I can still drive. <laughs> and she's just so sweet that way. Uh, we uh, couldn't have made it through the pandemic when we're not through it yet, of course. But without her help and her fearlessness about going and picking up food or anything that we needed, she is um, very sweet that way. And uh, we're lucky to have her. And she has a very wonderful son, Todd, who is very smart and intelligent, has a super personality, and he has a very uh, beautiful and nice wife, uh, Christina. Well, I was in the hospital when Todd was born. I got to hold him very early on, looked like a little bunny rabbit just born. Uh, he was uh, very special that day and has been special in my life ever since that day. I think every major event that has evolved in Todd's life, I've been a participant. Uh, watched him go through school. He, uh, Kim moved down to Havelock when we lived down there, and I took him to Gurgana School, and after school we'd go by Bob Clark's pharmacy, and he had an old-fashioned soda fountain, and we used to get a chocolate soda at Bob Clark's, and uh, Mr. Clark was in his late 80s, and he enjoyed sitting and visiting with Todd and I, uh, sitting drinking uh, chocolate sundaes and uh, Bob Clark coming over. And then, of course, uh, Todd Bingo joined the U.S. Marine Corps, and I got to participate in everything. We went over to the uh, MCRD and saw the induction. What a great uh, ceremony whenever he was inducted into the U.S. Marine Corps. And then uh, I got to travel with him to uh, Camp Lejeune and... Uh, also to the winter training up at uh, up in the mountains and uh, just everything that he had done, I got to enjoy. And then uh, after seven years, he mustered out and uh, has been working uh, in the Phoenix area ever since. Christina, what a brilliant young lady she is, uh, financed her own education, got a bachelor's degree and then continued on and got a master's degree in environmental engineering and can pick a job, pick a location anywhere in the world. There are so many uh, companies and entities and governmental entities that need an environmental engineer. And uh, she is not only a, a brilliant employee, but she is also a good person and a good suit for Todd. So uh, 
Kimberly Browning. Of course, I have to say about Kim, she's the only child I've got who really loves me, but she doesn't like me. No. She no. doesn't like me at all. No, she doesn't like you at all. No, and she will tell you she doesn't like you. Yeah. yeah. And she will look at me and roll her eyes and say, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she, I think maybe that's the reason I like Kim so well. <laughs> yeah, she's doing what you can't. She yeah. leaves. Yeah. I say, please, Kim, take me with you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Are there any other? Oh, yes. Uh, for you, the best of all. And that would be Barney and Maud Browning. Yes. Who uh, Barney passed away in 1987. That was uh, a little shocker. We weren't expecting that. I remember that so well. And then uh, Maud in 1994. And as usual, um, Maud wanted to make sure everything was uh, done to her liking and on her time. And so she didn't. Uh, she called to tell us that she was going to die <laughs> and that we should get home and. We came home and she died. We were in North Carolina, but the day Dad died, Dad and I were great buddies and inseparable friends. And I ran with him and on the farm, and then later when he was coroner, and then whenever he was sheriff, I was uh, his uh, shotgun, road shotgun with him whenever we went out on any sheriff's call. And later in life, we had coffee almost every morning, uh, got Don and went over to Battles and had coffee. We had a unbelievable, strong and loving relationship, so much so that whenever dad passed away and uh, we buried him and I got to be there to close the grave because when he was coroner, we always made sure the grave was closed after after every coroner's case was buried. Whenever we made sure the, uh, the, the grave was closed, it was all appropriate. I had no need no longing, I missed him, but it was a satisfying experience to know that he ascended into the arms of Jesus and I would see him later. And of course, when mom died, as you mentioned, she was sick for a long, long time. But my mother and I had that kind of relationship too, and we were close. And after dad died, I had many special hours just visiting with her, talking about every topic in the world. She was a very positive, very happy woman, and uh, it was appropriate whenever she passed away. She, I think she was 84 and Dad was 81. Uh, at my age, that was pretty young, but uh, <laughs> since I'm 81, you know, but I have outlived the uh, length of my father already, and i still got 25 years. You were talking about not being around for Augie whenever... I'm going to be here to see Augie draw Social Security. Okie dokie. <laughs> but uh, I think they make people uh, bury dead people now. Mm. And uh, But no, and Augie, he, he would have you propped up in a chair over in a corner. We're throwing peanuts at your mouth. Yeah. It's kind of neat how uh, I was thinking about my own three birth children, how neat an individual they are, but then you can always cite so many things where they are so much alike. I think that's uh, neat. I was just thinking, personality-wise, they're they're you know different as night and day. Uh, just in each probably thing you would bring up, you would think of how different they are. 
But then when you get back into things like how smart they are, and I really wonder, you know, I didn't know for sure, but I knew that like Kelly and Chelsea did not get their smarts from me. They're way too smart for me. So I figured that it must have been hidden in Roy Lee, and that's where they got their smartness. Maybe they could have gotten a little from me. Well, then I married you, and I had Sam, and she's very smart. So it was kind of a disappointment because they didn't get, no matter who I would have married, (laughs) they wouldn't have gotten their smart from me. They all got it from my husbands. That's kind of sad. Chelsea and Kelly got their smarts from me. (laughs) Yes, yes. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, but I thought that was kind of funny. Well, you know, we mentioned Kim and Thanksgiving. Her heart and her thoughts are with her mother, Edith and Vern, up in Iuka. And uh, Kim is a a very, very good daughter whenever it comes to her mother. But I am proud to know that you finally admit that it's my brains that... uh, Help Kelly and Chelsea be the very brilliant people they are. Thank you, dear. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so it's Happy Thanksgiving 2020. Yes, Happy Thanksgiving to you. Can you believe 2020 has been the year it's been? No, no. I can't, when I was thinking a while ago, how many months since I was actually staying at home or whatever, it was March the 18th. And I cannot believe that's nine months ago. It's uh, crazy. With everything like it is, we have so much to be thankful for and thanking the good Lord. Oh, absolutely. That so far we've all been safe and we're all still healthy. My gosh, in this pandemic, we may have... Um, some different things happen on down the road, but uh, right now, thankful for everything and all the many blessings. Love you, darling. Love you, hon.